Rob Halford's got a new book out. Rob Halford, front man of Judas Priest. The book's called Confess. Be a hell of a gift for these holidays for your metalhead. He's been coming to the Freak Nation for many years and joined us recently on a Zoom call to talk about Confess, one of the nicest cats on the planet, one of the baddest freaking bands on the planet. The Metal God, great follow on Instagram. <laughs> he loves himself some kitty cats. Yes, yes, that's where I was going. Oh, yeah. It's greatness. Uh, but, yeah, it's, uh, it, it's, it's good to get Rob back at the Freak Nation to talk about Confess. And when you read books, you, you, and if you either know the person or you know how they talk, you're reading it as if they're reading it to you, sometimes in their flow or in their accent or in their cadence. So I kicked off the interview with Rob in regards to reading that book of Confess. Rob, I've had a chance to dive into this thing. And when we read books as as people, uh, when they're autobiographies or biographies, regardless, we hear that person talking. And the first two or three chapters, I just hear this young lad talking about going through puberty and wanking and handy i just is there going to be an audio version of this oh Rob yeah Alford? yeah absolutely guys yeah there's an audio book that i did um sometime in july i think it was was it yeah sometime in july at a great studio premier studios uh, on indian school mm-hmm. and uh, i was in there for about a week and uh, did, did two or three hours a day because it's like making a record to some extent, especially with me and my voice, because you know how this thing has a tendency to do its own whatever. But, <laughs> but I, uh, I had a wonderful time uh, speaking out the book because it's a whole different emotional experience compared to when you're reading a book, sure. you know. Uh, so for me, some of the some of those moments were quite difficult. You know, you have to compose yourself, especially some of those some of those more challenging uh, parts of my life that I went through. But the book is there, and it's great to see so many of my fans uh, getting into the the book. You know, either whether you're a truck driver and you're listening to Halford <laughs> on the book, or whether you're a mum at home, you know, uh, or whether. With anybody, any 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 concept of how you how you want to take a book um, uh, and, and listen to the voice because it is my voice. I went, we, we, the uh, headline Shet said we could get a voice actor in, but we prefer it if you <laughs> used your voice. So you know me, guys. I don't like to talk. You know, I mean, I'm very low key. <laughs> don't like not much of a lip flapper. But um, I, 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 I loved it. I loved it because it's really carrying this essence of truth and honesty that is really at the heart of the book. So it, the conviction and the empathy and the connection, I think, is stronger when you hear my voice on the audio. Not to disrespect all these great voice actors that do incredible work, but I think that because it's called Confess, it needs to come from this head. Yeah. Okay, so then tell me, in those emotional parts or in those more difficult parts that you were reading, why would you need to compose yourself? Why, why not just be raw with it? Oh, yeah, I agree. I agree. Uh, I, uh, that's a very valid point. That's a very valid point. I think that, I think that the, the texture and the, and the emotions 
uh, should be real, and I think they are very pure. Um, uh, actually, guys, I haven't even heard the audio. <laughs> what? I haven't listened to it. I, I finally got somebody. The the the, the sent me a box of books. Um, Last week, I think it was, or the week before, I was the last person to get the book. The last person to get an, last person to get an, to get an album. <clears throat> but um, and I haven't even read the book because I, I am the book. <laughs> I am the I am the metal garden. I am the book. So I have, you I, read it when you voiced it. Yeah, I did. I did, and that was really when a lot of the things started to hit home. You know, because uh, these wonderful conversations that I had with my confessor, Ian Gittins, he, um, he was really able to kind of get inside my body. He became me in, in that respect, the way that he conveyed everything about my personality onto the pages. Um, so I went through that experience, but and then it seemed that the, manus- the, the manuscripts of the chapters coming through on email, reading it and cross-checking and, you know, I's and T's and all that stuff. But to actually read out the book, was probably the most complete experience for me. So I think that that voice connection, because we can, you know, that's how we connect, uh, was was probably the most powerful part of the whole experience. You, but you, but you think about that though, Rob. When you talk about the entire experience, when you're reading that book, and you talked about maybe a few breaths that you had to take. Again, those first two or three chapters that I, I'm just engulfed in. And you talking, and I, I didn't know that there was an audio book of this. When you're going through those tough times, whether it's the relationship with your father or uh, KK Downing, are these the instances where you have to take a step back when you were reading or at least looking through the manuscript for the book? Yeah, I think I think that um, um, you know how you'll be talking about something. And it and it's 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 still it's it's still kind of deeply embedded in your psychosis mm-hmm. in your head, and then you you bring it up, and you know there's a catch in your voice, and you have to take a breath and all that kind mm-hmm. of stuff. I love that. That's humanity. That's being in touch with your emotional self. It's very important to be able to go to that place, and so. It was really only the probably the family moments, talking about members of my family, especially my mom and dad that are that are in a different place and other relatives. And but I think particularly the bit where where Brad took his life, that was you know to to have read the read the manuscript and then, but now to actually speak it out, I was re- I was literally reliving the moment because when we lose anybody to suicide, which is a horrible horrible thing, that lives with us for the rest of our lives. Well, you can't hide it. You, you shouldn't hide it because that's when the whole issue of mental health comes into play. So when I came to that part in the audio, that was that was particularly powerful. It's like being, you know, smacked around like a punch from Tyson as you're mm-hmm. reading it. And then suddenly the whole thing comes crashing into your head in a microsecond. And as, as, as tough as it was, I'm glad that I still have the capacity and the empathy to understand how valuable that feeling still is and has to be with me, you know, all the time. Do you ever, this emotion from your entire life that is out in these pages of this book, did you ever feel that way on stage at any point in which you're having, stages for fun, stages for being bigger than big, but did you ever sometimes, I know you, you mentioned that it was sometimes hard when you came off stage to feel your life that you're living is not what you're portraying 
on stage for your fans, but were there other emotional aspects on or off stage throughout your early career? What a great question. That's a great question. <laughs> Gold star. Hey. Crash. Gold star to crash. You'll get one in a minute, Kenny. Um, I get it now, even when I'm singing No Surrender, Glenn's song, you know, mm. from Firepower. I'll be singing that song, and, and, and sometimes it'll be difficult because I'm seeing and hearing Glenn while that song is going on, you know. And also, for example, a song like Beyond the Realms of Death, which is a which is a pretty pretty strong potent message of a song, and um, that's tough when you when you, you you're singing. You have to really find a way to get through that Oof. particular bang in in the emotion. But yeah, and and, and again, I, I'm so I'm so so blessed that you know I, I don't I don't cover that up. I don't cover that up. I don't mm-hmm. I don't pretend it's not happening. You know, it's real. It's real, and I, and. And all of that reality and all of that truth and honesty is flowing out of the, the book Confess. Rob Halford, the book Confess, out on Hatchet Books. And, and Rob, you're a few years older than me. It just seems like yesterday we were celebrating your 65th birthday in the studio. <laughs> no. and you said, yeah. uh, but how did, how did you remember all of this stuff? Was it? Your co-writer, co-writer, was there a magic pill for you to go back and remember names and sayings and words and comments and feelings of a teenager into your 20s? It's remarkable. It's remarkable. I will say that, again, Ian is, is, is a master at that because we didn't go uh, daily. But when we had about 40, 50 hours of one-on-one conversations here in Phoenix and also back in, in Walsall in the UK. Uh, so we didn't go like from the 1950s timeline sequence chronologically to where we are now. And I think that really helped me. You know, some days wow. we're in the 70s, some days we're back in the 50s, some days we're in the year 2005. We went all over the place. I think that's just a skill he has, you know. I, th- I think it would have been a bit more difficult if if we went from that, you know, year-to-year type of, of events but but i also have to shout out to uh my sister sue and uh, my brother nigel and uh, uh my manager jane andrews and, mm-hmm. and and ian hill all all of these beautiful people in my life when i couldn't quite remember <laughs> a, a certain thing uh there was a great resource of research there to help us put all the put all the dots because I'm, I'm i'm absolutely fanatical for getting it right you know and uh, so, uh, yeah, it was a great team, great team. team effort, like sports. Like we've always said, the great things that yes. happen in sports, like <laughs> happened, like happened just a few hours ago with LeBron. That was a pure, <laughs> that was a pure team effort. That was such, such a beautiful thing to watch, and uh, to see the power and the intensity and the determination. Uh, the result was a, was a massive win, and that's what this book is about in in that professional sense. Rob, how many times did you wake up in the middle of the night and call Ian or call Jane and say, I need help with this, or I just thought of this, or was it just your little handy notebook on the side by your nightstand? Yes, I have I have uh the I have this phone with with the with the voice memo. <laughs> oh, that's it, right, yes. I told you about that. And you know, when I when I do my songs, like you know, and and it's the same with with the, with this. I would write, I'd be like five o'clock in the morning. Oh my god, I've just was, just thought about so and so. So I pick up the phone and I say something into the voice memo, and I go, now I can go back to sleep. And then I play it back the next day, and it's like 
I was just talking about that. Must have been the what the hell was that? It's a nightmare. Some of it, some of it, was, some of it was very, uh, it was very typical. Yeah. That's Rob, me. We'd be horse boys. We'd just be. I don't know what I say. It's awesome though. It's like Rob, when I go to it's like when I go to fries. If I don't if I don't write down, get some milk. <laughs> Forget the milk. <laughs> it's just ridiculous, crazy. Oh, but, but Rob, were there were there instances that you recalled that memory, and once you started to write about it or talk uh, talk it, uh, speak it, that it really the wave hits you, and this this wealth of information came out was there a specific instance in this book there's like holy crap there is so much there that i just don't know if there's enough room on the pages yeah in fact in fact guys we 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 had we, we were going for like over four hundred thousand words we we were just because that's me blah 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 blah, blah <laughs> you know and we had to do a tremendous amount of editing, and we've got an enormous amount of material left over, which we'll, I guess we'll do something with it eventually. Confess uh, to? Confess to. Further confessions or something. Ooh. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but um, it's true. It's true. I mean, again, just speaking the audio, I mean, it's like I've said before, there but, there, but for the grace of God go I. You know, in some mm. of those instances, it, it is like you're looking – from the outside in, like, who is this guy? You know, how, how did that happen? Or why did that happen? What were the circumstances? Um, so it, it's, um, it's also valuable to keep learning about yourself. I think it's a really good thing to keep reflecting about where you are in life, what you're doing, what your plans are. All of these things, I think, uh, are important uh, in, in the respect of just being in touch, just being aware. You talk about being in touch. It brings me to the story of, I think it was 1981 when a fan asked you about one of your songs and if it was about a New York gay nightclub and you just instantly hit it off with this guy. That that to me is just, I mean, that just shows your reality. I mean, that just shows you how genuine you are. Not a lot of people would just hit it off with a fan. That's pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, and uh, and again, you know, there, there's a, there, are, there are a few naughty moments in the book. That, uh, so what? That so what? Yeah, but I think I think look that, that that side of us as people, um, that's who we are. That's what life is about. And and so I thought that those particular chapters, those revelations, whatever you want to call them, were also important because it, it's part of my makeup. It's part of part of the person that I am. And in some of those some of those instances, uh, there were there were you know some very serious. Um, complications that came from them including you know breaking the law and uh <laughs> and uh you know the whole thing of stds and stuff when i, I caught hepatitis from a uh, an event so but all of these things i think that, that it's like connecting the dots it, it helps it, it helps it all make sense it helps you find out more about a person and and the way that they've turned out to be who they are The book is called Confess. No, it's not Statman confessing that uh, he's had a few secrets over the last 20 years. 
one or two. Yeah, a couple. 